Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello to some of my very favorite people on the entire planet and welcome back to the In Awe Podcast. Here we are in the series on developers in September of 2022. And it's such a joyful time to be continuing to serve you with the interviews that I'm able to provide to you. And again, a shout out to Lisa Gady, my virtual assistant who literally continues to keep this podcast rolling, even in the midst of some busy times in my life. And I just want to thank her again. And also remind you, if you have not checked out Keila Dunkerley's episode to kick us off this month, you want to do that. She shared her story on how she got into education. We hear about her current role, developing professionals and leaders across the country, as well as her passion that came from developing her own creativity through her work as a tech innovation and integration specialist and instructional coach. So definitely check her out. Love that woman. Love her story. So, so grateful that I got to share it. In this particular Jolt episode, which can be rather short, I was thinking a lot about this concept of developers as we were developing the monthly themes to round out 2022. And when I was thinking about the word develop, I was thinking about how many ways that we use that uh, and yet how it has this very consistent imagery with it. So, you know, thinking about uh, back in the day, right, when we would take photos and we had to wait for them to be developed, whether we brought that to a local place or we did that in a dark room or anything like that, when you see you think about the power and the awesomeness of that technology where you snap a photo and eventually you see the images crystallize and that it takes a lot of patience. And back in those times when we didn't have the digital images that we have, you had to really work hard to get the right angle. You had to be mindful of the moment that you snapped the light to capture that exact opportunity to get the image that you wanted. And then you were able to kind of watch that slowly develop. And you think about like a Polaroid camera too, for those of you that have never worked in a dark room, which would be me by the way. Um, But I was sharing with my daughters how different it used to be when we had film to develop. And I just got to thinking about how that really is kind of a great message for our lives when we're looking to develop ourselves as well as others. And thinking about how slow that process really and truly can be and how patient we have to be in order to see the image crystallize. And sometimes we're not happy with the result and we have to start from the beginning or go back and try to recreate a particular scenario and move forward from there. And I couldn't help but think about personal development when I was thinking about this metaphor or analogy. And I just wanted to share with you a few anecdotes personally, because I think that it will help me to kind of keep myself a little bit accountable. But also I know that anytime I share my own particular journey as it relates to the concept of personal development and self-care, it is an opportunity for you to reflect on your own and to see your own patterns. And for me in particular, I have worked really hard with great intention to be very focused on growing myself in particular areas. And I think the reason that this analogy popped up in my head is because that 
change and growth has been really slow at times and it's been hard to be patient. And I also think too about the times when, you know, the image finally crystallized and I was at a space where I would consider to be processed or done. And then I realized, oh my goodness, my uh, eyes were red, right? Or um, my uh, angle was not right, or there was somebody in the background or something in the background, right? And I kind of realized that I got to start over again, or I have to refresh, or I have to try something new. And it's hard, um, almost frustrating when you realize some of those patterns in your life. So I wanted to share with you just a couple really quickly in my own life and hope that this inspires you to just keep going on your own development journey and realize that it in fact is a process. And also a couple of resources that I've been engaging with that are brand new in my own life uh, by way of development. So the one that I wanted to first start sharing with you is my nutrition journey. And on this podcast, I have shared a few um, examples and jolts on this. And just to kind of give you a little bit of background. I am an Enneagram seven. And if you are not familiar yet with the Enneagram, there are nine personality core types in that particular, um, Enneagram. And I am a seven, which is the enthusiast. It's the joyful person. It's the adventurer. That is the best part of me. I love that aspect. I am grateful that my personality would be considered, you know, effervescent to people at my best. Uh, but And the shadow side of that, there is a part of me that is deeply ingrained that does not like to engage with uncomfortable behavior. And so we are, our types are often prone to cope. And and though we all are prone to cope, the Enneagram does that by excess and um, everything is in excess. (laughs) And so when I say, if I post on social media that I'm working to conquer my sugar or my alcohol, I'm not going to call them addictions, but I do believe that there is that shadow of that in my life. Um, When I'm working on that, it's because I know that I have a really great challenge with that. Um, I also know, and I have been spiritually directed that it's not about, um, how my appearance would be if I'm working on my nutrition. It is about uh, the very real threat of sickness in my body. And if I don't get these things under control, there is a large impact for me on the second half of my life. And, So I kind of always have that in my mind and the spiritual direction that I was given actually the last several years when I'm setting my one word is to conquer alcohol and sugar. And I have absolutely done that many times. And then the frustrating part is as I'm talking about this whole concept of developing, I slip back. Um, And most times I'm not even really aware of where the slip happens or why it happens, except that in the last couple of years, I've been very mindful to reflect on that and to pay close attention. So I share it because uh, I'm recently in a new period of reconquering, I would say, um, those things in my life. I had in March of 2021 really hit that hard and felt so good. I stopped my running streak and I started a new exercise regimen and also this nutritional focus. And I felt very, very good. I felt in control for one of the first times in my life for a very long period of time. And it was such a beautiful season. Um, I 
didn't crave sugar in excess and by any means. And I wasn't leaning into alcohol, you know, in the evenings or anything like that. It was just a very healthy relationship. And then uh, the school year started uh, back up again last September of 2021. And if you didn't know this, I took on an 80% role in a school um, library media specialist in a position that I have never done before. And I did also keep my leadership coaching. I had eight principals last year. I had three courses that I was teaching for the Turbo University here last fall, and I was taking my PhD courses in addition to being a mom and a wife and all of those other things. And the stress got to me <laughs> a lot and I did well for a while. And then I just started slipping into that coping and it just seemed a lot easier uh, to numb, I guess, and without even really realizing it. And so for a portion of several months, that's just kind of the way I went through life. Um, and I ended up slipping pretty far back. And so the image that came out in spring of this last year of 2022 was not the snapshot of Sarah that I want. Um, it's not the one that I want to put up in a frame, right? And be proud of. And a huge part of that comes down to the fact that I had fallen back into the patterns and I was allowing my stress um, to, you know, get to a space where the coping was what I was doing. And really, that mixed with a lot of different things led to a really dangerous space of burnout. Um, so I kind of stepped back from a lot in June and in July, I decided that I knew what I needed to do. <laughs> I need, I knew what I needed to do to adjust that picture so that the process of development could come out and look a lot better. And I set a very specific intention once again, to get a hold of my, um, coping of my life and of my time and energies. And a huge piece of that was focusing back on my nutrition again, as well as my exercise routine. And we came to the beginning of September and here I am back at a space where I'd be happy to let somebody take a snapshot of this moment and um, frame it myself. I have more control. I have a greater sense of consistency and I am back in the cycle of developing myself. But here's the thing I wanted to share with you is just in the last two weeks, I could feel that tension start up again because when school starts up, my planning and implementation of working with 300 kids every week's week comes back, um, helping my new library aides to feel acclimated to what they need to do, which by the way, they're absolutely amazing. Um, and then figuring out my balance of coaching and teaching and learning in my professional life is all here again. And so I realized that I had to make some adjustments though. And this is the development piece because this is a difference. A calendar year ago last year, I just kept saying, I've got this and I kept trying, but then letting those habits kind of eke back and, and soak into my soul. And this time around, this is the personal development piece. I have looked at my goals again. And, and, and the program that I was doing was called the faster way to fat loss. And when I look at that, it's like, okay, it's meant to be fat loss and not meant to be what I'm using it for, which is uh, hunger control, um, you know, habit control. And I realized I needed to make an adjustment. And here's where the crux of this message comes. In the last year, I've developed my self-awareness and my mindset to be able to refocus, refocus the lens, um, refocus my energies. And so I am excited because I started to dip 
two weeks ago back into grabbing some sugar, you know, all the things. And I got myself sick. And then I realized what I need to do, which is to get back to nourishing my body. I'm not trying to lose fat. So I don't need to follow the principles of that program in a way that would continue in, um, I'm not going to say a deficit model because that's not how I ever feel. I actually eat a lot more in that program, but I just this weekend adjusted it to um, whatever they have for the calculator to maintain. And I realized that I'm entering a period of maintenance and that's, it's almost kind of like hard for me to admit because I really do like to grow and develop and continuously strive. But at this point, I think that's my personal development epiphany that I really wanted to share with you is that it's time to maintain And I am going into a period of significant stress. I have a lot on my plate professionally and personally, as we all do as full humans. And I realized that instead of saying, well, I'm entering the stressful period where things start to fall apart in my life, I can say, okay, it is time to enter a cycle of maintenance and to keep these great habits that I have developed and to feel strong and confident that when that picture comes out in February again or March, that I will have done what I need to do to have a solid product. And so I hope that sharing this inspires you to wherever you are on your own journey. And that doesn't have to do, it doesn't have to be the same, um, with the nutrition or anything like that. But if you find yourself in a period of significant growth and then falling backward and having to retrace your steps, maybe it's time for you to develop your own mindset and enter into a period of maintenance in that particular corner of your life. Uh, When I look at my personal development, I know that my whole life is so much better when I have a strong self-care focus and I um, maintain my morning routine and those healthy habits that I have in place and have had in place. When I start to slip away from those, then the rest of the things slip too. And so that is why I chose to focus on this one in particular. And I wanted to share with you an interesting resource that I'm not done reading yet, but I'm engaged in it for my PhD program, which is a book by Dan Pink. Um, If you know his work, You know that he is uh, well-known for his motivational work, um, Drive. I am halfway through his book, When, The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. And I wanted to share this resource with you because it aligns so perfectly with my own self-development journey. And I realized that over the course of the past several years, when I learned that morning running was a very good thing for me, um, sunrises are a very good thing for me. That is part of my personality, but according to his uh, research in here too, that also has a great impact on our overall well-being. And I wanted to specifically share with you in uh, a section of his book, he talks about, you know, in terms of exercise, when to do it um, in the morning is best for mental alertness. And also there is a physiological component where there's a fat burning piece, if that that matters to you. But the afternoon is better for um, avoiding injury and feeling um, uh, best in your performance, right? Because you've been nourished if you are actually eating well. And so that's so interesting to me because for me, it's morning, it's about mindset. So he actually gives four tips for a better morning. So I thought I'd share this with you. He says, drink a glass of water when you wake up. Don't drink coffee immediately after you wake up. And the reasoning and the research behind that is because our bodies produce cortisol right when we wake up and the caffeine stunts that growth. And we need a good level of cortisol to healthily function. Um, So soak up the morning sun to help you feel less um, 
lethargic. And it says when these extra wavelengths hit your eyes, they signal your brain to stop producing sleep hormones and start producing alertness hormones. And I think that's so amazing because I love catching the sunrise. And now I know scientifically why that might be. And then finally, schedule talk therapy appointments in the morning. During therapy sessions in the morning, when cortisol levels are higher, patients are more focused and absorb advice more deeply. So hopefully in this little jolt, I was able to share with you some opportunities for you to give yourself some grace, but then also to figure out that, you know, we can develop ourselves. The process can be slow, but we can readjust the picture, but also we can do that with great intention. And I also believe that, and I say this often, that it's one thing to know our patterns, but it's a whole other to act against them. And that's just the journey that I'm personally on, my friends. I hope that sharing that resource with you uh, prompts you to maybe engage in it. I love Dan Pink's work. And um, this book in particular is just perfectly timed, which I think is ironic because it's about the science of perfect timing. So I hope that this message jolted you to feel um, that you can find a space in your life to intentionally develop yourself, to feel confident that it's okay when you need to enter a period of maintenance. And maybe that's the message that you needed to hear today. And also that all of us are on this beautiful journey. We are beautiful souls on complicated journeys and I ride along with you. It's kind of fun because I'm about to enter, I think day 3000 of my exercise streak. And I know that there is still much more that I need to learn in terms of developing my own self. So Hopefully that vulnerability helps you. We will be coming back next week with an interview episode that you don't want to miss uh, with a friend that I have met in my doctoral studies program, Vanessa Morales, and she will be sharing her inspirational story to get us thinking about developing ourselves and others as well. I hope that you have an awesome week. Thank you for joining. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's, let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.